Majestic in holiness, awesome in glory, the worker of wonders. So we praise you, Lord. We worship you. We give you all the glory. All dominion and power belongs to your holy name. We join with the whole host of heaven around your throne this evening. We bow our hearts before you, Lord. As the heavenly host cast their crowns before you, so we join with them in bowing our hearts and our lives before you, saying you alone are worthy. You are the Holy One, our Holy Father, our righteous Father, our Heavenly Father. We come before you this evening, Lord, as your children, as your beloved ones, those whom you have called, those whom you have chosen those whom you have set apart for yourself to belong to you. To be a company of praising people who live for the praise and honor of your glorious name. Lord, what a privilege. What a privilege you have given us to belong to your heavenly courts. To have access through the precious blood of Jesus to your heavenly throne. We come right before that throne this evening. Together with all the host of heaven. the wonder 
the wonder of knowing you. The amazing privilege of being known by you. That you know each one of us. You know us better than we know ourselves. You are concerned about every, every dimension of our lives. And we thank you, Lord, that in these days you want to reveal more and more and more of yourself to us. You want us to know you as you are, in your majesty, in your glory, in your eternal light and life and power. So we bless you, Lord. Just pour your heart out in praise to Him. Give Him all the praise that is due to His name. He is worthy of your best. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Father, Father, Father. Koratapara Pasitarisa. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain, that is his body. His body is that new and living way. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. scripture for these next few minutes as we continue to pray and worship God's purpose in these encounter evenings during these next three weeks is to lead us by his spirit into the place where we encounter him in his divine and heavenly glory
that that glory will be reflected in our lives, imparted to us, enabling us to live for his glory in a way beyond what we have known in the past. That's where he's going to lead us, step by step, day by day. But we start with the scripture. We can draw near to God with sincere hearts and in full assurance of faith. But first, the scripture says, our hearts have been sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience. Sprinkled with the blood, the blood that makes holy. God doesn't want anybody in this room to have a guilty conscience. He doesn't want any of us to feel guilty in his holy presence. He doesn't want any of us to feel that we can't encounter him in his holiness because of our own unholiness in whatever form that might take. So right now, he wants to sprinkle our hearts with that precious blood. To cleanse us. To give us pure hearts before God. That he would be able to look upon us and see nothing ungodly, nothing unholy, nothing that would cause us to feel shame because all those things are washed away in the power of his blood. So if there are any such things, let's get rid of them right now. All you have to do is to confess them to the one who loves you and died for you, to set you free from all shame and guilt and condemnation. So you live without a guilty conscience. So just do business with the Lord right now. I want to get rid of all this stuff at the beginning of these days of encounter. So nothing would hinder us, nothing would hold us back. Nothing would prevent us from enjoying God's best during this time.
If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So even as you pray and bring these things before the Lord, he literally eradicates them. His forgiveness is such, it's as if those things never happened. And they're no longer a part of you. He separates you from all sin. and makes you righteous in his eyes, clothed with Christ, who is your righteousness and your holiness and your redemption, the one who has redeemed you, purchased you for God. So you belong to him. to the place where you can thank God now that he has cleansed you. He has purified your heart. That precious blood sprinkles your heart, makes it holy Pure, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And that's what we want in these encounter evenings. We want to see God, we want to draw near to Him, to encounter Him. So we need to come before Him with pure hearts. We cannot purify our own hearts. Jesus does this with the sprinkling of his blood. The sprinkling of blood has two meanings. Whatever he sprinkles with blood, he cleanses, makes holy, and sets apart for himself. So he's reaffirming. You are mine, 
because I've called you, chosen you. God gave me this scripture for us tonight. This is the Lord speaking through one of his prophets and he says, I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand that's his word for you personally tonight doesn't matter what needs to be cleansed what needs to be forgiven what needs to be purified He says, I've chosen you, I've not rejected you. So do not fear. Do not be dismayed. I strengthen you and help you. I uphold you. This is the nature of his love. Thanking that he's purifying you from all sin. If there's any desire in your heart that you know is not consistent with God's will, with his word, open your heart to him now and say, Lord, I don't even want that desire I don't want that desire to sin or to grieve you or to please myself or to be selfish and proud or whatever it is. Thank you that the power of your blood can set me free from that desire. So I'm not constantly having to fight against wrong desires of the flesh. But I have the victory through the precious blood of Jesus. Whatever that wrong heart attitude might be. God is breaking that down tonight. 
it doesn't belong anymore in the heart of a child of God. You don't have to live with that desire and be constantly having to fight that desire. The precious blood sets you free but only if you want to be free. That your desire for God and for His purposes is much greater than any other desire of the flesh, of self. This is a deep work that God is doing in people's hearts. It's not just superficial forgiveness. It's dealing with the root cause of so much sin in believers' lives. That blood is not only forgiving you, it is sanctifying you. this moment this isn't a feeling it's a matter of faith believing the power of the blood of Jesus sets you free from everything that would give you a guilty conscience dealing with people tonight so you don't have to keep coming back to him and saying Lord I failed again I've done it again I was so determined not to but I fell into the same sin again that demonstrates our weakness God is well aware of our weakness but he wants to deal with those issues tonight the sprinkling of his blood setting you free can you dare to believe that that the power of that blood is so much greater than your sin so much greater than your wrong desires
separating me from anything that would grieve you. Thank you that you give me the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. And then the scripture says, we're not only us from a guilty conscience, but having our bodies washed with pure water, the living water of God, the living water of His Spirit. Why does He need to wash your body? as well as cleanse your heart. So that you can present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. It's not just what we do with our hearts, but what we do with our bodies. Jesus says, your eyes are the light of your body. With your tongue, you can praise God or set a forest on fire. So he cleanses the body. Can you pray to him? Ask him to do that. Cleanse my body, Lord. With that living water of your spirit. so that I can live for your praise and glory. So present your body to him. See, this is the foundational stuff God needs to do in our lives tonight, upon which he's going to build during these next three weeks. Present your body as a living sacrifice because he wants your body to carry his glory. That's what he's aiming at during these three weeks. Bringing you into that place where his glory has impacted you. Lives within you even.
So Lord, I present my body as a living sacrifice, holy, made holy in your sight. Because I'm washed with your pure water. Thank you that my body is acceptable to you. Not because it's washed with natural water, but with the spiritual water that comes from heaven. Praise your holy name. It amazes me, Lord, that you should want my body, but you need my body to be a temple of your spirit. You need my body that you might live in me and work through me for your praise, honor, and glory. So I don't withhold from you what is yours, what you purchased with your blood. But I surrender my body, I submit my body as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, So now that your heart is sprinkled and your body washed with pure water, the scripture says you are able to draw near to God with a sincere heart and in full assurance of faith. So why don't you thank the Lord for a sincere heart the heart that he gives you, a heart that sincerely wants the will of God, a heart that sincerely wants to glorify God, a heart that really wants to see the purpose of God fulfilled in your life. Let us draw near with sincere hearts sincerely wanting God, sincerely wanting to encounter Him, sincerely wanting His will. Can you pray that? Speak it to Him. Don't just sit or kneel or stand there thinking thoughts, but really speak to Him. 
because he will hear you and he will answer you. So you can draw near with sincere heart and in full assurance of faith. Thank him that you have the assurance of faith. Because there's nothing, there's no sin, there's no guilty conscience to undermine your confidence. There's nothing now that, that says to you, you can't draw near to God. You're not worthy enough to draw near to God because God has made you holy. He has made you worthy. He has washed you. He has cleansed you. He has made you fit for encounter with Him. You couldn't do it yourself. It's what He does. It's what He works by His blood and by His Spirit. This is the amazing thing. You know, in the Old Testament, people thought that to see God would mean that they would die. Because he is so much greater, so much more wonderful than us, no man could actually bear to see God and live. And then along comes Jesus with his blood and the gift of the Spirit. And he says, now all that is changed. You don't have to fear that you can meet God and you'll die. But now, now you're invited to meet him. You're invited to draw near because he's cleansed you, hallelujah, from a guilty conscience. He's washed your blood with pure water. Now you can know him as your father, not just be afraid of him because of his awesomeness, but you can actually know and love him as your father, hallelujah. You can respond to that great love that he has for you. So why don't you praise him for that love? Why don't you thank him for that love? Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Oh, let us draw near to God with sincere hearts in full assurance of faith. Can you thank the Lord? Lord, I have the assurance of faith. I'm, my faith might have been wobbling when I came into this room tonight, but now I have the assurance of faith. Hallelujah. And thank you, Lord, I'm going to live with the assurance of faith that no matter what situation arises in my life, I'm going to meet it with faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, because I belong to you. My trust is in you, and you will never fail me. You will never forsake me. Thank you for that word, Lord, that I'm your servant, whom you called, whom you've chosen. And, and, and Lord, you, you are always going to help me. You are always going to enable me. You are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Come on, praise him. Come on, praise him for that. Thank him that he's speaking about you in those words. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Kora la basandaria leto papa parasanta. I am the Lord your God, he says a little later, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. I myself will help you, declares the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One. Hallelujah. And then the Lord speaks of what he's going to do through such a people, a people who draw near to him, a people who, who know him, who are able to walk close to him. He says, I will make rivers flow on barren heights and springs within the valleys. I will turn the desert into pools of water and the parched ground into springs. I will put in the desert, the cedar and the acacia, the myrtle and the olive. I will set pines in the wasteland the firs and cypress together so that people may see and know may consider and understand that the hand of the Lord has done this that the Holy One of Israel has created it hallelujah can you praise God for that shall we read it again I will make rivers flow in Horsham and springs within Crawley. I will turn the desert of Worthing into pools of water and the parched ground of Burgess Hill into springs. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Popapapara sandaria leto papapara Let's praise the Lord together. We've got so much to praise Him for. Let's release to Him the glory that is due to His holy name. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. 
is the glory. And he fills you with his glory. <laughs> he is the Holy One who is full of glory. And he has made you one of his holy children. A holy son of God that is full of his glory. is waiting for those sons, those sons of glory, the sons of God to be revealed. And he wants to fill the earth with his glory through his sons of glory. thank you that you're pouring your spirit out afresh into your sons of glory because you want the spirit of glory to be released in this hour, in this time and amongst the darkness the confusion, the depravity the desperation depression sickness, addictions strongholds, demonic activity You're raising up sons of glory so that the light, the power of who you are is released, can shine, dispelling darkness, dealing with sickness, overcoming the demonic, breaking through the depression and addictions, bringing release to the prisoners and 
those who are in dungeons. We thank You, Father, for the power of who You are, the power of Your glorious light and life. We thank You, Lord. We praise Your Name that there is nothing that can withstand who You are, nothing that can withstand the power of Your Name, the power of Your glory being released as Your glory fills the earth. Jesus. We thank You for this setting apart. You're doing it in our hearts right now. We thank You for the circumcision that You're doing in our hearts right now, tonight. We thank You for that work of the Spirit that deals with things that are not of You. We thank You that You do it in such a gentle, yet powerful way. We thank You that as a result, there's a fresh release of Your Spirit at work in each of us and amongst us. We thank You, the beginnings of something breaking open, the beginnings of something just beginning to crack, the sounds of cracking, of something just beginning to break open, and what You want to release, what You want to break out, give birth to, Father, for this year in this nation and beyond. Healed. 
healing balm. The anointing of the Holy Spirit has been at work. The oil of the anointing has been healing. Somebody else, you've been in turmoil emotionally about something. And as you surrendered all that to the Lord, it's like the turmoil is gone. It's like you're in a place of total rest in your inner being. And you're like, wow, I, 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 I've completely forgotten what that was like. And didn't think I'd get ever get back to what I once had. And in a few moments, in a, an hour or so or whatever, you've gone from that place of frustration and turmoil to a place of total peace and well-being. It's like a it's like something's drained off your body. Anxiety and fear has been broken. Father, we thank you for your healing grace at work right now. We thank you that you're dealing with stuff even as we're standing here before you now. Holy Spirit. Somebody's lungs are being healed now. You've had some shadows on the lungs. You've had some x-rays and there's been some shadows there and things that are being explored at the moment and God is healing you right now. You, you know it. You didn't even have, you didn't have to wait for me to say anything. You've been standing there going, I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. Thank you, Jesus. You've been standing there full of thanksgiving. It's like, Jesus, I oh know I'm healed. You've done it. And when you go back for further things, whatever they're going to do, they're not going to find anything. They're going to say, well, whatever it was, it's gone. Why? Because Jesus is the healer. And when he begins to move and work in his glory, things can't stay the same. Things cannot stay in the light of his glory. They have to change. They have to go. They have to be removed. There's one or two other people you've had lumps in your body and and God has been dealing with those. It's like the lumps, one or two of you, they've actually disappeared, shrunk. Why? Because in his glory, they cannot stay because those things are anti his glory. But when his glory begins to be revealed, those things they can't stay. Somebody else you've been struggling with reoccurring it's, they're not really migraines. I don't know what they're called, but they've been diagnosed as something else. They're not really migraines, but it's something else. You've been having repetitive kind of uh, heaviness in your head. It's not connected with the depression, people. This is a different type of thing. And, and God's just removing that right now. It's like a, it's like a, you've had a, a, a wrap around your head. And it's like, it's like the Holy Spirit's just unwrapping, taking layers off right now. And it's different than the vice grip thing. That was a different thing. That was like a depression thing. But this is a different thing. This is more like an illness thing. And, 
and it's like the Holy Spirit's unwrapping that and as he's been unwrapping it all the all the headache stuff the symptoms are, are, are going they're leaving they're, they're, you're going to have clarity of thought clarity of mind Father we thank you that you're setting the captive free where there's been that captivity we thank you Father we praise your name we praise your name we praise your name The world needs the sons of glory. The world needs who we have. Father, we thank you in today, in the next few days, these coming weeks, a greater release of your glory amongst us. And, and there's just going to be a release through us. And we're not going to have to try because you're going to take over. You're going to take over. We're just going to be running with you in what you're doing. Father, we praise you. We thank you. We give you glory and honor. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of your glory. He created the earth to be full of his glory, not full of all the other rubbish. He created the earth and us as mankind to be full of His glory in relationship with Him. And He is on His restorative, His salvation plan and purpose. He's out working it to restore His glory in its fullness on the earth. And He's called us to be part of seeing that restoration. So thank Him that He has set you apart. He has set you aside from the things of this world. He has set you aside from medicating on other stuff. He has set you aside for His purposes, for His glory, to see Him revealed through your life. Holy Spirit, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you that you're at work. We praise your mighty name. Let's lift our voices. Just, just give him adoration. Just lift your hands. Lift your voices. Just praise him. Praise him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise him. Come on, let's praise him. Exalt him. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, just shout his name. Jesus. Oh, he's good, isn't he? Oh, we want to continue abiding in him. We want to continue to remain in him. So during these days, keep yourself from silly conversations. Keep yourself from getting involved in stuff that's really not necessary. Just guard your heart and your mind. Remember, the Holy Spirit, the Bible describes, came upon Jesus like a dove. 
And what that meant wasn't there wasn't a dove there. What it means is the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus like a dove would come and rest on somebody. And a dove is very, very sensitive. Any slight movement, any quick movement, boom, it would fly away. It would it would it would just go. That's how sensitive the Holy Spirit is in our lives. Not that he's going to leave us. We want to make sure we abide in him. Let's keep ourselves from the stuff that can quench the Holy Spirit. And let's just keep in that place during these days, allowing God to work and move in our hearts and lives, individually and together. We thank you, Jesus. In amongst all the hubbub of going to work and being out there, in amongst all the conversations, the stuff that goes on, the Holy Spirit is your strong tower. The Holy Spirit is your refuge. And you can live in Him in the midst of all the turmoil out there and stay in a place of rest and not get caught up in the stuff. But instead, He who is in you is greater than He that is at work in the world. And so the Spirit in you, the Holy Spirit, can overtake the spirit that is at work around you in the workplace, in people's conversations and attitudes. You have a spirit, the Holy One, on the inside of you that is more powerful than what is at work in other people. And so there can be a, a, a release of God's life around you in the workplace tomorrow. Whatever you've got to do, wherever you're going to be tomorrow, let there be a release of God around you. Why? Because you're abiding, you're remaining. You're resting in him. You're in his glory. You're in his, taking his presence and his glory out there into the world. Father, we thank you. We praise your name that the world are going to see something tomorrow. They're going to see something tomorrow. Your presence, your life being released through our lives. We praise your name. We thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's give God thanks and praise, shall we, for who he is and what he's doing amongst us. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.